Island Church in Galveston, Texas, welcomes you to our podcast. Be encouraged by Pastor Rusty Martin as he teaches the Word of God. Mark chapter 8. The ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ leaves the greatest example of ministry. Even though we've had wonderful ministers through the years, nobody ministered in the full anointing of the Holy Ghost other than Jesus Christ. The Bible says He had the Spirit of God without measure. It says, verse 22, He cometh to Bethsaida. They bring Him a blind man, besought Him to touch Him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes, he put his hands upon him and he asked, ask him if he saw it or if he saw okay. And he looked up and he said, I see men as trees walking. Now, this is amazing. I find this very amazing. In studying the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ and the fantastic anointing that was on him, the Spirit of God without any measure, That's, that's, I I can't even imagine the very tiny, teeny little bit of measure that I've ever flowed or operated in just blows my mind, amazes me, absolutely amazes me. And to be anointed by the Holy Ghost without measure, but even being that anointed, he did not minister just once to this man, but he ministered twice. Now notice the first time, the Bible says he took him outside the town. Now let me tell you why he did that. He did that to get away from the unbelief. He did that to get away from the unbelief. The the unbelief that would have been in that town, the opposition to him would have hindered the flow of that that anointing. Secondly, the Bible says when he asked him, uh, you know, he laid his hands upon his eyes. The Bible says he asked him, now how, how are you seeing? And he said, he obviously looked around to see how he was seeing. And he made this statement, well, I see men as trees walking. Well, that's, that's not seeing right. So notice, the full measure of that anointing was unable to get to the blind man with the first ministry of laying on of hands. Amen? Well, you know, Jesus didn't stop and say, well, you just didn't get it, brother. You should have had greater faith or, or you know, <coughs> you need you know, hours of teaching. You need that. No, that's not what he did. The Bible says, now notice this, the Bible says, He says, after that time, he put his hands upon his eyes again. After that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. And he was restored and saw every man clearly. Now, notice a second ministering of the anointing got the job done. Amen. A second, second ministering. Now, the Lord quickened this to me this week as I was listening to some teaching and listening to some some testimonies that were were given of how people used to minister uh, back in the 50s and in the early 60s and 70s and how these ministers many times would be in these extended meetings and many people would come every night and have hands laid upon them. And, And this one minister said, he said, what was amazing, he says, when healing began to manifest, what else would manifest would people would be uh, filled with the Holy Ghost, begin to speak in other tongues instantaneously as they were healed. Now, Mark chapter 16, notice this. Mark 16, 13 says, Go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs, everybody say signs, shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. 
They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. We know that means the devil. The devil. If they drink any deadly thing, that means any deadly thing that comes into your information gates, it shall not hurt you. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Now in Hebrews chapter 6, you don't have to turn there, the Bible speaks of the six basic doctrines of Christ. In that teaching is the laying on of hands. Not only for healing, there's the laying on of hands for people to be filled with the Holy Ghost. There's the laying on of hands for separation into ministry. There's the laying on of hands for blessing. There's the laying on of hands for impartations of the anointing. Remember when, when, when Moses, the Bible said of Joshua, that Moses, uh, that Joshua had the spirit of wisdom upon him, for Moses had laid his hands upon him. See, there was, a, there was an inference in that, that the anointing of wisdom that was on Moses got transferred to Joshua through the laying on of hands. Paul admonished Timothy, his, his son in the, in the faith. He said to war a good warfare according to the prophecies and the prophecies that were given his hands were laid upon you to separate him into ministry. But in healing, now here's what we have to remember. I wrote down a couple of notes. I'll go back to Mark chapter 8. You don't have to go there. That's where my notes are. I wrote down some things because we don't want, what we don't want to do is to discount any ministry we've had. Say, so, well, Pastor, I'll tell you, I, I went to this church, I went to this crusade, I went to this home meeting, I went here, and everywhere I go, I've had hands laid on me, nothing seems to have happened. Well, let's, let's, don't, let's don't discount that, let's build on that. You see what I'm saying? See, a lot of people immediately go into the negative when there's not a manifestation. Guard your heart from going into the negative when there's not a manifestation. Whenever you're ministered to in any way, for anything, just in your mind say, well, that gets me one step closer to what I'm believing God for. Amen. That's why, that's why uh, Elisha the prophet told Naaman the leper, he said, go down and dip seven times. Not three times. Not, 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 not two times. Not five times. Not six and a half times. But seven times. You say, why did God do it that way? I don't know. I'm not God. Amen. And in this instance, Jesus plainly shows us that there may be times in ministry that you might have to be ministered to or you might have to minister to somebody more than one time. Now I rehearsed the, the testimony that I was talking about about the young lady healed of cancer. 26 years old. Massive tumor. Had affected her, her liver. And it had, had also uh, mastated into the glands of her body. Uh, the, the picture that the uh, doctors painted back in the mid-50s of what she would have to go through with, with the therapies of the day was very dire. Not much hope that she would even make it through the, the treatments. But a three, actually it was a scheduled for a two-week meeting teaching on faith. Morning and night. Morning and night. Two weeks to be in the morning services, came to every night service. Was helped into the service. Was ministered to by the laying on of hands. Then they decided to go one more week. Thank God they did. I said, thank God. Don't you, don't you know that lady was so happy? And on the last night, the Friday night of the third week, the minister that was ministering, the, the, the operation of the gifts of the Spirit, discerning of spirits manifested. And he saw a demon sitting upon this woman's shoulder with a tentacle going down into the lung, the right lung, in which was infected by the cancer. Not only that, other tentacles were in her body. And he said, this thing had a, had a monkey-like feature to him with a face like a human. And he said, I spoke to that thing and said, you'll have to leave. And it said this, I don't want to, but if you tell me to, I have to. 
He said, you have to in the name of Jesus. He said, that thing fell off of her like a whip pup. He said, literally within two weeks, he got a letter from the pastor that said that woman went back to the doctor, could not find any cancer in her body whatsoever. But every time she was ministered to, built up to that, every time she received ministry, the anointing of God was touching her life to get her prepared for that which God did. Now, I just wrote down a couple of things here. If you're going to be ministered to again, the second time, the third time, the fifth time, the twelfth time, by the laying on of hands, come in faith, stay in faith. Amen. Second, do not discount other times in which you were ministered to. Third, never, never base whether you have received on feelings. Amen. Well, I didn't feel anything. Don't base it on that. I didn't fall down. Don't base it on that. I mean, lately, I don't know if anybody's noticed in the, about the last uh, three or four weeks since fall harvest. I don't know if you've noticed how, how much stronger the anointing's gotten in the altar. I mean, it's gotten, just gotten, it's just like God reached over and turned it up to another notch. Amen. Well, okay, I, I, I like it as much as anybody. But if you don't feel anything to go through, if you don't sense anything, that doesn't mean you haven't received. So that brings me to the last point. Walk away believing you received. Walk away believing you receive. Now you say, well, what if another opportunity arises? What if we have a guest, guest speaker? What if, and you feel in your heart, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to take another dip. I'm going to dip in the river again. This, I, I need my faith encouraged. I, I want hands laid upon me. Then go. Get hands laid upon you. Be ministered to in Jesus' name. Amen. Anybody tonight, you would like hands laid on you for healing. Anyone? Lots of people. So I want you to come real quick, if you will. Ushers, if you'll help us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. I want everybody to come, lift your hands, begin to worship the Lord, and to begin to thank Him that you are the healed of God. Unless the Lord stops Leah and I, we're just going to come down the row and lay hands upon you. And we're going to believe God. In every situation, healing is going to manifest. Amen? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, just worship the Lord, church. Just worship God. Father, we worship you. Father, we glorify your name. Father, we exalt you. We bless your name. Now, one of the best ways to receive right now is to get your mind on the Lord Jesus Christ, on that which he has already done for you. And as you stand, just in your own mind, in your own heart, say, Heavenly Father, when hands are laid upon me, that is a point of contact and transmission. I believe I receive healing. Then you think about your condition and you see that healing virtue going right to that place in your body in which you need help. And I believe God with you that we're going to get testimony after testimony of what God has done. Father, we lift our hands to you right now. We thank you for the ministry of laying on of hands. Tonight as we practice and exercise it, we thank you that the anointing of God breaks the yoke. We remind every sickness, every disease, every injury, every infirmity, every chronic condition, we remind you that 2,000 years ago, you were defeated upon the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we declare that your activity in the bodies of these believers is temporal 
And tonight as we minister unto them, that anointing, that power, and that word from God breaks that yoke of bondage. And in the name of Jesus, we declare healing over every one of them in Jesus' name. Now church, just begin to worship and thank God. We'll start down here, gentlemen. Father, in the name of Jesus, according to your word, we lay hands upon them for healing, for your healing virtue to flow into their bodies. Oppression of the devil, get your hands off of God's property. We rebuke every sickness, every disease, results of injury, whatever it may be that's causing the bodies of God's people to be harmed, sick, infirmed, or in pain. We rebuke it in Jesus' name. And we loose that healing virtue into every, everybody, everybody. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you that that healing power, that river from heaven. Oh, we worship you, Father. We glorify your name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That name that's above every name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus be healed. In the name of Jesus, healing flowing to your body. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, healing flow into your body. In the name of Jesus, be free. In the name of Jesus, go from her. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord God. In the name above every name, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for healing power. In Jesus' name, we declare them healed. In Jesus' name, we declare a wholeness in their body. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, for healing and wholeness. In Jesus' name, we thank you for healing. Jesus' name we thank you. Thank you, Lord. The anointing. The anointing breaks the yoke. In the name above every name. In the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, be healed. In Jesus' name, be healed. In Jesus' name, be healed. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Oh, for your wonderful anointing. Oh, for your glorious presence. In Jesus' name, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed in your body. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, be healed in your body. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, be healed in your body. Be healed in your body. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. In the name of Jesus. Wholeness. Wholeness. Wholeness in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. From the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. Healing be in manifestation in his body. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In the name above every name. In the name above every name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be healed. 
Now listen to this by the Holy Ghost. For the Word of God that is in your heart and that which abides within your spirit pulls and draws on the anointing to come into your physical body. Do not release your faith or let go of that which has been ministered to you this night. Allow that anointing to begin to work in tandem with my Word. And you shall see as you continue to, as you continue to declare yourself healed and free from that infirmity, from that in disease, from that pain or that sickness, you shall see the level of that anointing rise in you. And you shall begin to sense times in your own heart, in your spirit. You'll say to yourself, the Lord is working on me. The Lord is working on me. And you shall know that truly I am. For healing is the children's bread and healing belongs unto you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Everybody say this. Everybody say this. Heavenly Father, I thank you that I am saved. And as much as I am saved, I am healed. For my Savior is my healer. As I received Him as Savior, I also receive Him as the healer of my body. Now shout and thank God. Come on, shout and thank God. Shout and thank God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Isn't the Lord good? Amen. You may be seated. God is so good. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Whew, glory to God. Glory to God. Isn't God good? Oh my God. Let's lift our hands and worship Him again. We worship You, Lord. Lord, we worship You. Lord, we glorify Your name. Oh, how we thank You, Lord. How we thank You, Lord. How we thank You, Lord. Come on, just take time and thank You. How we thank you, Lord. 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 We thank you, Lord Jesus. My, my, my. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, how we worship Lord, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. Jesus, we love you. Thank God. Gentlemen, you may pass out the receptacles for our communion tonight. Let me read out of the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Now remember, we're still focusing on healing. Thank you, Doc. 23 for I have received of the Lord that which I also delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night he was betrayed took bread when he had given thanks he break it he said take eat this is my body which is broken for you do this in remembrance of me after the same manner he also took the cup when he had supped saying this cup is the new testament in my blood 
This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread, drink this cup, you do show forth the Lord's death until he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat of this bread and drink of this cup of the Lord unworthily or in an unworthy manner shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man or a woman examine himself or herself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Now notice this. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep or die prematurely. Now notice, here we are in this revelation that the Apostle Paul is giving to the church. Did you know without this portion of Scripture, we would really know nothing about communion. We would know about the Lord's Supper, what was celebrated by the men on the road to Emmaus as communion. But we would have no really spiritual revelation of what communion was all about. And in this portion of Scripture, immediately upon talking about unworthy manners in which we receive communion, he said literally, this is an issue in the body of Christ that causes sickness, disease, and causes people to die prematurely. You say, now what do you mean by that? Then he goes on to explain it. He says, for if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord. Thank you, sir. We are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with this world. Now notice this. We must, as believers, in the communion service, judge ourselves. Are we holding any great grudges? Is there any offenses on the inside of us? Do we think despairingly against anyone that we know? Are there areas in our life we're not walking in love in? What about our honesty and our truth? Every aspect of the character of Christ in us must be judged and examined by the individual. Our tendency is not to judge ourselves, but to judge others. In so doing, we need to ask forgiveness. First of all, from the Lord Jesus Christ, because it's His blood that cleanses us from all sin and unrighteousness. And then if need be, from those that we're so judgmental against. We don't need to do that. We need to make sure that the temple of the Holy Ghost remains clean. The temple of the Holy Ghost is not in Jerusalem. It's in you. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So right now, tonight, as they continue to pass out the communion implements, just close your eyes and do that. Examine or judge yourself. We see that that is the door of sickness and disease. That, that, that is the door in which sickness and disease can get into, into our lives. We have to learn to walk in love. Learning to walk in love is a process. We have to make a decision to get out of our hearts, out of our minds, any kind of offense toward anyone. And we have to make a decision to love them in Jesus' name. And in so doing, there is a purifying. There is a cleansing of our hearts. And there is a returning to that place of innocence in our righteousness in which it's so easy to receive from God. Listen. I've been doing this for 35 years. I've had a lot of experience with people. And I've had a lot of good and I've had some bad. But with all that I've been through in 35 years, I can stand before you and honestly say, there's no one that I know of in my own heart or mind that I hold any offense toward. 
that I judge in any way or that in any way I look at at them in a way in which I cannot walk in love toward them. I try my best to stay pure and clean in that area. It's a fight to do that. All of us must fight that fight. But when you make a decision in your heart, I'm going to live pure before the Lord. I'm going to walk in love toward my fellow men in the world and in the church. And I'm going to keep my heart open to receive anything that God has for me when it comes to healing or prosperity or the blessings of God that belong to me because I'm a Christian. Amen. Now again, let me go over to verse 24. Let's make sure everybody's served. Everybody's served. Everybody, if you've not been served and you need to be served, would you raise your hand? Everybody good? Praise God. We good, Doc? Praise God. So here we go. Verse 24. Let's hold up the bread. It says, when he had given thanks, he break it. You can break it. He said, take eat. This is my body. This is so good. Which is broken for you. Everybody say for me. Take it personal. I said, take it personal. Don't take it corporate. Don't take it in mass. Take it as if you would be the only person on planet earth that would ever acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He did it for me. So as you take the bread, remember His broken body and what it means to you. After the same manner also He took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. The Bible says the life is in the blood. It says not by the blood of bulls and goats, but by his own blood he entered once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. In great honor of the blood. And in remembrance of what Jesus did, he offered it seven times. I mean, he, he shed it seven times and he offered it one time upon the mercy seat of God. Receive of the cup in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now just lift your hands and worship the Lord. Father, we worship you. Father, we glorify you. Father, we believe we receive healing in our bodies from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. We rejoice in the reality of your word, which says the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. It quickens and makes alive our mortal bodies. We thank you for the life of God that is inside of us. The life of God, greater than any disease, greater than diabetes, greater than arthritis, greater than cancer, greater than any disease that can be made, named. The life of God abides in us. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We recognize it. We adhere to it. We believe, even if we go by the way of the grave, that anointing will come back into our bodies that lies asleep in the grave and energize it and make it into a glorious body not subject to corruption any longer. What power, what majesty, what glory you have bestowed upon the sons of men. 
What blessing you have given us through the redemptive work of Jesus. How we love you. How we thank you. How we worship you tonight, Lord. How we worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Isn't the Lord good? Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Woo, I tell you, the anointing of God's in here. Let's just, let's don't, let's don't just run and jump. Let's take a few moments. See what that's for. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your precious anointing. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your precious anointing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your precious anointing, for strength, for strength, Lord. You said the joy of the Lord is our strength, for strength in our bodies, physical strength energizing our bodies that life and that power how we worship you Father we worship you Father thank you Lord Jesus I'll do that the Lord just quickened my spirit to say something then we'll change the order of the service take time begin this week and make it a routine take some time to get quiet. The Bible says, be still and know that I am Lord. We get so busy. There is so much going on in the world and so much going on in your life that you don't realize sometimes you get caught up being too busy. I was listening to a, uh, some teaching from years ago when women did not work like they do today in the workplace. The majority of the women in that day, this would have been the 30s, stayed at home and raised a family. Pre-World War II when women had to, had to work a lot. But a lot of the women in our nation were a little more, uh, how could you say, secluded than the men. They stayed at home. They raised a family. There wasn't, you know, 200 channels on a television or the internet. There was none of that. And this minister that was, was, was teaching on this says, in that seclusion, many of the women became very spiritual. They found ministries of intercession. They found out how to get quiet and wait on the Lord. And much of the revivals that they experienced in the mid-30s, then after World War II, this minister claims those women prayed it into existence because of the quietness of their spirit. Well, that's true of all of us. We need to all take time to get quiet before the Lord. After a time of prayer, maybe. After a time of reading the Word. And you can always tell when you're breaking through spiritually because when you start out, the thoughts just flash in your mind. But as you remain quiet, and as you put forth the effort to steal those thoughts, you will find a place in your own spirit and heart of quietness. And it's in that place right there where that anointing for healing will work. Where that revelation knowledge you need for some question that you have will manifest. That, that, that direction can be given. The strength can come to you. So take some time. Get quiet before the Lord. And I guarantee you, you're going to find a place of peace and a place in which you and God will find communion in your own heart 
and in your own life. Amen. On your feet, Father, we bless your name. Thank you for meeting with us tonight, Lord God. What an awesome presence in this service. We're so thankful for what you're doing in our midst and in our heart. Lord, as we depart tonight, we echo what we've prayed down through the years. Our protection, our safety, our anointing, our open doors. Thank you, Lord. They belong unto us in Jesus' name. Lord, for this time of fellowship, we bless the food. We call it blessed to our bodies. <clears throat> we thank you, Lord. You've blessed our bread and our water. And you've taken all sickness and all symptoms from the midst of us. Father, we thank you that as we leave tonight, we're empowered with your word in such a way that everywhere we go during the week, we're able to spread life and light to people who are in darkness and death. Thank you, Lord God, for meeting with us tonight. We love you so much. Thank you for our church, Father. We walk in love toward one another. Thank you that we are the ambassadors of Christ you've called us to be. And we thank you, Lord, here at Island Church. We're covered by the blood, empowered by the Word, and anointed by the Holy Ghost. God Thank you for listening to Island Church's podcast. To find out more information about Island Church in Galveston, Texas, visit our website at islandchurchgalveston.com. Hallelujah, Jesus.